Those days, Caesar Augustus introduced and issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. Then everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. When they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Sing with us, please. Shepherds, shepherds, wide.
let's sing the last verse all together. Everybody and the strings. Two, three. Come to Bethlehem and see Christ whose birth the angels sing. Come adore on bended knee Christ the Lord, the newborn King.
stand and sing with us, please. Let me Again, Merry Christmas to everybody, and please be seated. Merry Christmas, everybody. Let's hear it. <laughs> and we are so excited that you're here. I'm Doug Sands. I'm one of the elders, and uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being family tonight here uh, for Bay Marin Christmas Eve. Um, just wanted to uh, pass along a couple of things. One, there in the seat back pockets in front of you, there are some prayer cards. And uh, since this is really our big service of the week, 
Uh, it's a good time to fill out your prayer requests. There are several teams that meet during the week to pray over those. Also, if you're new to Bay Marin, uh, let us know, fill in your name, and uh, that'll just let us know that you've joined us. Now, tomorrow, being Sunday and Christmas Day, we're going to have a, a very pared-down service at 10 a.m. Uh, no microphones, no choir, no Tom on the guitar. <laughs> Bummer. And, uh, but it, it's going to be a really neat service. And, and so if uh, you'd like to come, please come at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. So that's it. We're paring it down. So if I could have our uh, offering folks, we're going to take an offering. I got to tell you, I'm really excited. We, um, we cut checks to our outreach partners yesterday and excited to let you know that we were able to reach all of our commitments on that. And we give away upwards of 15% of everything that comes in to our outreach partners. So uh, excited for that. And um, let's pray. Loving God, we sing with the angels to celebrate the amazing gift of your son, Jesus. Joy to the world. Glory to God in the highest heaven. We are so thankful for your love. We ask that our lives would reflect your endless generosity and joy. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. 
you will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Won't you stand with us? Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appears. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Oh, come thy day spring, come and cheer. Our spirits by thine advent here and drive away the shades of night and pierce the clouds and bring us light. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel. Shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, desire of nations, mine, in one the hearts of all mankind. Bid thou our sad division cease And be thyself our King of peace Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel Shall come to thee, O Israel Shall come to thee, O Israel. Won't you please be seated? When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. 
The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. All right, good evening. I get to add my Merry Christmas to you all. So uh, here at Bay Marin, every Sunday for the past four Sundays, we've been lighting a candle, what we call the Advent candles, and one represents the hope of Christ, one the peace of Christ, one the joy of Christ, and one the love of Christ, and tonight we get to light the Christ candle. And so if I can have the first slide there, we light the Christ candle. Thankful that God has come to us, not as a conquering hero, but as a child whose faithful, peaceful life will follow God's way of love, bringing hope to all. And then if you would all uh, pray this with me. Living God, come to our world. May the hope and love of Christ shine brightly at the center of our lives spreading warmth and light in us, in this community, and everywhere. Amen. So, um, tonight I want to focus a little bit on this idea of hope. And that what we celebrate tonight and what we will celebrate in the morning is that light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. Darkness cannot understand it, that, that this baby that was born 2,000 years ago brings light into what often seems like a despairing and dark world. Uh, this Jesus brings us hope. And uh, one of those images of hope for us is light, uh, and why one of these candles represents Hope. And I, I think for me, uh, like seeing Christmas lights and Christmas lights on trees and Christmas lights all around, is, there's something probably nostalgic about that, but also something uh, that really brings this sense of hope. And in our home, uh, my wife and I have been married for 18 years now, and for several years we didn't get a Christmas tree. And I think part of that for me was okay because we used to live in Michigan and we heated with wood, so we had this constant fire in our living room uh, glowing. Then when we moved here a few years ago, some friends came over with a Christmas tree and a Christmas tree stand. And so started the tradition that we got a Christmas tree. And this year, uh, we were talking about it, and my wife was kind of like, ah, I don't know if we should get a Christmas tree this year. And the kids really wanted a Christmas tree, and so I said, okay, for my Christmas gift, I just want a Christmas tree. And uh, so we went to this lot in Novato to pick out a Christmas tree, and we found this big, huge, full Christmas tree, uh, about six feet tall, but really full. And it was only about two and a half weeks ago, and so I was kind of like, I can't believe that there is this beautiful of a tree left here. We'll take it. And so they hauled it to the front, and the guy grabbed his chainsaw, and he said, you want me to cut a fresh cut on it, and I said, yeah, and as he's cutting it, I'm looking at the trunk, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, that might be why it's still here. I don't know if that's going to fit in our Christmas tree stand. Uh, and thankfully, my wife was wise enough to say, take the stand down there before you bring the tree up here and see if it fits, and it did not. And so for the next uh, 45 minutes, I'm hacking away at this trunk to get it to fit 
into the Christmas tree stand and uh, finally got it to fit. And we end up <laughs> with a beautiful Christmas tree. Uh, shining lights uh, as an image of hope and an image of why we celebrate this season, that light truly does shine in the darkness, that there is hope, there is love, there is peace, there is joy, there, there is a way forward in a world that often looks like it's moving in the wrong direction. Um, on Sunday mornings here, we've been exploring this ancient letter that was written nearly 2,000 years ago by a man named Paul. Now, Paul, as he writes this letter, he's in prison in Rome. The Romans have arrested him because Paul has claimed that there is a Lord. But the problem is Rome has also claimed that there is a Lord. Rome has claimed that Caesar is Lord, that Caesar is God's divine presence on earth. And Paul is going around saying, actually, there's a different divine that came to earth, and his name is Jesus. And the Jesus we believe in, who is the divine who has come to earth, actually lives a very different way than Caesar. Caesar goes around proclaiming peace by bringing violence and bringing the sword. Yet Jesus comes in a very different way, and he builds to this point in this letter to these young Christians in Philippi, and he says this, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. And so Paul is telling us about the incarnation, God coming to earth, the divine coming in Jesus. And he says, And Jesus, being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. And so Paul says there's a different way of being divine. And the God we believe in that came in Jesus, he does not come as a conquering hero. He does not come to bring peace by the sword. He comes to bring peace by giving himself away. And that's really what Christmas is all about. The God who came in a baby as a servant to give himself away. And so we try to cultivate that here as a community. We try to cultivate that in our families. We try to cultivate that in our children. What does it look like to use the power you have to serve, to use it for good? And so for the past several months, uh, my wife's been taking our older two daughters once a week over to our student center, which is on the other side of this campus, to clean it uh, and to serve our community that way and to, to clean the student center. And so our two oldest daughters are learning uh, to serve in that way and, and to clean the student center. Now, in my office, I have uh, this setup, <clears throat> my little coffee setup, because I like good coffee, so I grind my own coffee and I do pour over coffee, and it ends up making a mess often with coffee mugs sitting around. And one morning, I walk into my office, I have a whiteboard in my office. One morning, I walk into my office and I see this To Daddy. I love you so much, I even washed your coffee cups for you. I have not had much experience washing dishes, so I hope you don't taste the soap over the coffee. <laughs> I love you. Uh, and it just brought such joy to my heart that not only did my daughter clean up my mess 
and wash my coffee cups, but thought to write me a note about it and concerned that I might taste soap in my coffee, which <laughs> she knows how much I like my coffee and knows I would not like soap in my coffee. Uh, and so what, th this is uh, a little bit uh, of a way that my daughter has learned to serve. I wonder what ways are being cultivated in us to embody Jesus, to embody the divine who serves, who seeks to give himself away rather than selfish ambition and looking to build ourselves up, rather giving ourselves away. I want to tell you one more story about this that struck me the other day. I'm, I'm driving and I'm a bit of an NPR junkie, so I'm listening to NPR. And uh, they were interviewing a man named Felipe Grande, who is the UN High Commissioner for Refugees. Now, can you imagine having that job in this world right now, especially with all that's going on in Aleppo? And they're asking him about his job and how uh, he's doing his job. And the last question they asked him, him I was so struck by, they, they said, how do you not lose hope? How do you not move to despair? And this was his response. I cannot afford to despair. I must keep fighting on. Uh, here is a man who realizes, he knows, if I lose hope, if I begin to despair, there are lives that will be lost. And so I can't afford to despair. I must use the power I've been given for good to give myself away. This is what Christmas is all about, that God gave himself away by becoming human and showing up as a baby and growing up to be a man who served. He came to serve and give himself away and ultimately dying at the hands of people who abused power. Jesus always used his power for those on the underside of power. And he was killed by those who abused power. I, I believe that every day, Jesus invites us into this way of being in the world. That when we say no to despair, we say yes to hope. When we say no to fear, we say yes to love and bringing the hope that this baby Jesus brought into the world 2,000 years ago. God, we thank you for the gift of Jesus. We thank you for his sacrifice and that he chose to give himself away for us and ultimately for the world. Ed here is going to sing uh, probably my favorite Christmas song, Oh Holy Night, and uh, these lyrics just strike me so strongly. A thrill of hope, a weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. This, uh, this evening, I simply want to invite you to listen to these words as Ed sings them, that in the midst of darkness there is light, in the midst of uh, what, what seems so wearisome and despairing, there is hope, there is love, because a baby has been born. Oh, holy night, 
The stars are brightly shining This is the night of the dear Savior's birth Long lay the world in sin and error pining Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth A thrill of hope, a weary world rejoices from yonder a new and glorious mold fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angel's voice. Oh, night divine. When Christ was born, oh, night divine, oh, night, oh, night divine. Truly he taught us to love one another His law is love and His gospel is peace Chains He shall break for the slave is our brother and in His name all oppression shall cease Sweet hymns of joy In grateful chorus raise thee Let all within us praise his holy name Christ is the Lord was born you to take your candle. Uh, we're all going to light our candles in a minute, but here's the important thing, okay? Major instructions here. 
the, the unlit candle gets tipped. The unlit candle gets, say it with me, the unlit candle gets tipped towards the lit candle. Okay, so I can have you guys come. I'm going to do this reading as we light these candles. Christ, the light of the world, gives each one of us light so that we too may shine with gratitude, hope, and love. Receive the light that comes to you. It comes from the Christ candle, but it reaches you only through your neighbors. Receive the light from a brother or sister in Christ. Hold the light, enjoy the light, and be thankful. Let's all stand together.
So as you go this evening, may you know the hope of Christ. May you know the peace of Christ. May you know the joy of Christ. May you know the life of Christ and the love of Christ. And may you be the light of Christ to the world. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.